This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. And we're back for another Disney Countdown episode with the Dapper Danielle and Megan the Magical Millennial. And we are counting down our top 10 spooky Disney songs because it is officially Halloween week. <laughs> I don't know what that laugh was. That was actually horrifying as I'm like going back and thinking, oh, I don't know if I should have done that. But uh, <laughs> Honestly, that was pretty good. I think oh, that was like you. pretty on theme. I don't know. I, I, I got to work on my sinister laugh. I don't know. Like if I was a Disney villain, I would have to definitely work on my sinister laugh or maybe i'll have chris like go in and put like an effect on it or something like that you just, <laughs> just completely dub over it <laughs> yes for sure but hey megan how you doing hi danielle i am good i'm good i'm just i'm still recovering from this little cold i still got a tiny little bit of a cough it keeps lingering and it's fairly annoying but it's okay we're making it through i'm doing just fine i've had my coffee so i am ready and i'm so excited to count down our final five uh, spooky songs so yes. um it's gonna be a great episode how are you doing danielle i'm doing good i was uh busy week over here uh in the dapper household um i don't know if you saw that one tiktok video of i had the dapper dad and we did the bubble storm video i did see that yes that yeah. was great the, the man is ridiculous, right? So I make one video with him in it, and all of a sudden he's like, Danielle, what what are my views at? And I'm like, okay, yeah. Dad, I mean, it's doing okay. It's like maybe at like 20-something 20, 20 thousand. And he's like, oh, well, maybe maybe we should make T-shirts. I'm like, Dad, we, we can't be going to merchandising just yet. Like maybe once it gets a couple hundred thousand views or maybe if it got like a million views, then sure, Dad, I will help you merchandise. We will make the bubble storm uh, thing a thing. And uh, I don't know. He's he's ridiculous. But yes, that's what that's the exciting stuff that we've been doing. It took the whole family over to uh, Magic Kingdom to kind of be in the oh, Halloween vibes. Nice. And uh, it was good. It was good. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I am. I really hope to make it over there soon. I'm like looking at the hotel deals I got going on in January and I'm like, hmm, maybe after well, Marathon Weekend. I saw our friend Beastly Appetite. He went ahead and yes. pulled the trigger and he's going to be coming down and visiting us in January. So yep. I don't know. Eric booked the trip. I know. I know. I'm, not, uh, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking well, about it. it. Flights are pretty too, good. When you're like, oh, you, it's somebody you know too and you're just like, oh, you're booking a trip too? I know. Well, maybe I should book a trip too. I mean, that's kind of me the with the uh, yeah. with the Disneyland trip coming up. I've been so like, I don't know. I feel like I'm doing it because every other Disney World person is trying to go over to Disneyland. Right. Uh, so I, I feel that. I feel the struggle. The FOMO, the FOMO is real. It really it is. is. I just want to be included. <laughs> I don't want to miss out on fun times. I want to go to the fun times. I know, I know. And I want to make, you know, I want to make the Disney, I love Disney World content. I love doing content at Disney World too. I think it's so much fun. I love making, you know, videos in my favorite park and um, ugh, I just, it's so much fun. So I'd love to do that again very soon. Hopefully in January. We'll see. Sure. I'll keep, I'll, now it's time to, for me to keep you guys posted on whether or not Megan Magical Millennial makes it over to the East Coast and does it the Disney World It might take another 10 more episodes, <laughs> but we'll get there. <laughs> I got time. I think I, a little bit of time. 
I mean, if you make a decision faster than how long it took me to make a decision, I think the podcast listeners would really appreciate that. I think so. I think so. I think so. Okay. Okay. The next couple of weeks, I'll get on it, guys. I promise. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Before before we get into any of our, like, recent park stories, of course, we yeah. thank you guys so much for following us at the Disney Count- at Disney Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads, and Pod Disney on Twitter X. And, of course, our personal socials, the Magical Millennial underscore on the TikTok, the Threads, the Instagram, all that good stuff, and YouTube, by the way, and also uh, the Dapper Danielle on the socials, too. We really, really appreciate it. And, of course, you can actually watch our full podcast episodes on YouTube, so that's YouTube.com slash countdown network and uh we do post our our complete episodes there and you can actually see our smiling faces so that's fun (laughs) danny our producer has been working so hard on trying to split all these videos together because we we are down a producer that usually does this and puts this together for us which again we love emilio he's out doing other great things and we want him back sooner than later but for right now danny has stepped up and he's like going through and editing all our videos and trying to post them and doing stuff for Christmas countdown at the same time, which they're in like full swing, full everything. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to be meeting up with our good friend uh, uh, Santa here very yeah, very Santa soon, <laughs> and we we might be meeting up with Santa here very very soon also. So I'm so excited about that. I but I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil. It's just a little hint of what is co- to come down the road. All good things. All good things. All good things. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and you know, y'all. Speaking of which, uh, just a reminder that we want you to go ahead and communicate with us too, as we are getting closer to the holiday season. We want to know what you think, what you've liked about the episodes. Make sure you go in and you like write a review. Now, you can only do the stars on Spotify, but you can write out a full review over on what is it, Apple Music? Right. Yes, Apple. Mm-hmm. And that's where we actually have some new uh, reviews that we can read, Megan. Do you want me to read this <gasps> first reviews. one from the Apple? Yes. Yes, uh, from please. the apples. Oh from the apples, yes. <laughs> well, this one says a, a practically perfect podcast. Oh, thank Ooh. you. And uh, five stars. I've been following Megan and Danielle on TikTok for quite a while. So when I saw that they had a podcast, of course I had to listen. They have really delivered. I love Danielle's historical knowledge and her love of all things vintage Disney. Oh, Thank you so much. And as a Alabaman, 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 Alabaman. Nice. How, how, how do y'all say it? Like Alabamian. I know, I like I know that. we're Floridian. So yeah. Alabamian? I don't know. Anyway, yep, that's, anyway, that's moving it. on. Whose favorite park <laughs> is Disneyland? Oh, interesting. Oh, yay. Right there. Um, I'm so grateful they have Megan on the show. It oh, is near gosh. impossible to find a podcast that mentioned Disneyland at all. So to have weekly updates from California is really special. Thanks to the Countdown team for all that you do. See you on the Patreon. Ooh. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. And I'm happy to bring some of the Disneyland magic and news and all that good stuff to the podcast. So thank you for listening. I appreciate that. Yes, I love, I see again, that's what someone else, I ran into somebody over on the boardwalk, uh, the boardwalk resort here at Walt Disney World. And I forgot to ask her name, completely forgot. She was wearing a fantastic neon green shirt and some great bobble bar earrings though. That's what I remember. And um, she's like, oh, Danielle, it's so, I I love the podcast. I was like, thank you. I'll tell Megan you say hi. And uh, yeah, so I think that's so great that we have that little coast to coast banter. And I think the Disney World people appreciate it and the Disneyland people really appreciate it too. 
Oh, I know. That's so awesome. I Again, it's it's such a nice balance between the coast, between our preferences with all things Disney. So, um, yeah, it's just it's just a lot of fun. It's all about balance, you know? It is. It really is. Yes. <laughs> we have one more review that I would love to read, Danielle, if I could. And I it's um, from It's Amanda Marie. She gave us five stars, says, love this podcast. Oh, the last um, one was from at, at all the ology. Oh, yeah. At I theology. Forgot. At Theology. I forgot to mention her name. So that was for the last one I did. Anyway, continue with yours, Megan. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. No worries. Um, So Amanda says, uh, Megan and Danielle are amazing. I have been following both of them for years, now being able to listen to them weekly. I absolutely enjoy my Monday mornings. It helps me get my week started, and I make mental notes on things to try or things to look for on my next trip. The podcast also reminds me that I am only one day closer to my November trip to Disneyland. Oh my gosh, yay. Hopefully I'll be able to see Megan the week I'm there and just say hi Megan one day I will be back at Disney World and hopefully I wait okay one day I hope we'll be back at Disney World and hopefully I will see you and say hi too ladies keep these coming and keep the rants going so you have full <laughs> yes you have full approval to keep the rants going Danielle <laughs> me and my rants man I didn't have a lot Possibly. in the last episode and I actually had someone comment it was just like Danielle the episode was a little bit shorter because you didn't have as many rants and I was just like so you want me to continue with the rants or or what? <laughs> Don't oh, mind goodness. if I do. <laughs> Don't mind. I mean, I'll continue it. It's fine. I'll go for Twist it. Twist my arm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we love we love ranting about certain things here on Disney Countdown Show. It's yeah. Sometimes we can't help ourselves. <laughs> True. Well, after we did that bonus episode, Megan, yes. uh, I got some messages of some people that were just like. You know, after listening to that last bonus episode that you twisted Danny's arm for and you got you put it out there for free for everybody, we had quite a few people decide, oh, hey, we want to become subscribers or paid subscribers to the podcast. And or they took the plunge and they're like, actually, we wanted to be part of the Patreon family. So we have quite a few new Patreon family members that we want to call out. And we have Reagan, Nicholas, Sally, Hannah. Kimberly and Ella are our brand new Patreon family members, which we're we're so happy that you're here. Yes. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining. And we're so happy to, I mean, we're happy that we get to share all the extra bonus content with you and uh, also send some fun gifties your way as well. So yay. Exactly. So if you (laughs) if you want to join our Patreon family team, like there are links in the bio, they're in the description. episode notes here at the very bottom all that other good stuff it's there you can find us and or just become a paid subscriber and that's how you get the bonus episodes or if you want to be a patron you get bonus episodes plus little something else so there's a there's a whatever whatever floats your boat (laughs) there's some and yeah we do some fun stuff over on the patreon we recently just had our second virtual hang a couple weeks ago and we have another one coming up in november we have so much fun talking with you guys on our virtual hangs just you're you know able to ask us questions directly and we'll talk all things disney talk about you and so it's just it's so much fun so be sure to sign up before that happens we will announce a date uh pretty soon here and yeah it's just it's just a lot of fun i have so much fun talking with you guys and just being like super real i guess it kind of gives you a glimpse into who they we are too. hard questions though I and, know and you I know okay there this. were some hard <laughs> questions right 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 um Gosh, I mean, I we, if I want to, sh- I want to share. There was one question that um, had me thinking, and it was, oh, what attraction would you take Walt on if he was alive today? And I, that was such a good one, um, for at least got me thinking about like attractions that he either, you know, 
didn't see, didn't get to see the finished product um, or stuff that he actually oversaw himself. So my answer to that was Haunted Mansion, just because that was mm. a long-winded and a, a very extensive project that um, unfortunately he did not get to see the end of. So um, yeah, that was my answer. I, I think he would be really impressed by it. The regular Haunted Mansion. I think Nightmare Before Christmas would... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the whole joke was, it was kind of like, I said, what did I say? It's like that meme that was going around of what in today's modern society would cause a Victorian child to go into a coma. We were like, okay, if we took Walt Disney to certain other attractions would that put him into a coma or should we like ease him into it so that's why megan said oh hey we'll do haunted mansion and then i i said the walt disney world trains Mm -hmm. um just just because they have a very interesting history on how we acquired those trains and uh it it was our trains were never sponsored by somebody it wasn't a connection with the santa fe rail line so it's fun interesting history that i would love to take him through on that so yeah that would be cool. Yeah, that would I be love cool. that. Speaking mm-hmm. of trains, I- <laughs> mm, I'm giving Megan the stink eye right now because she through got the to screen. go through the screen. And I'm oh, just, I'll be man. over here just making the judgy noises yep. because Megan got to go on the freaking Lily Bell train car over in Disneyland. And that's the one thing that I really want to do. And I haven't gone over there to be able to go do it yet. And I'm just jealous. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, I did. So, I did. Do you want to explain what you did? <laughs> yeah, so my my recent Disneyland trips have been a little uh bougier than than most. Um we Well, cuz it was your birthday and then it was other people's birthday. It was another friend's birthday VIP tour that she did a week early um prior to her real birthday. Uh it was a date that worked out best for all of us and so I was invited to do her little VIP birthday VIP tour, very very nice and our guide was able to get us on the Lily Bell. Now, the Lily Bell, I t- Danielle, that wasn't the first time I've been on it either. I have been on it at night as well. Um, I was Really? I have, yes. Oh, I don't have a, tell a lovely, me that. I know, I'm sorry. That was my second time. <laughs> a lovely cast member friend who was a conductor at the Main Street. Actually, he's at a few stations um, for the Disneyland Railroad. He was able to get us on in January. And um, yeah, so we did it again during the day. Uh, it was very, very fun. It's so nice. It's there's so much history, and we did have a a conductor in there with us who'd been working the railroad for a few years and was giving us a lot of a lot of history behind um, Walt Disney. Obviously, his love of trains, how we acquired, how we you know how he built the railroad at Disneyland, um, everything, a lot of, a lot about Santa Fe. And actually, a lot of that I learned in Marceline when we went over in June. So that was kind of yeah. cool. I, I knew some of the, the tidbits he was giving us. And I actually asked him, Danielle, I asked him about the um, the myth of the Russian um, uh, leader back in the, what, the 60s or 70s? 60s? Oh, from the from the, from the the bonus myth episode? Or no, the, the last myth episode, yes. The last myth episode, yes, yes, that he was denied entry into Disneyland because uh security or like police um there wouldn't be enough to help him through the day or something it, w- it wouldn't like suffice yeah. i guess the yes, american and- uh, uh security was just like yeah no because we don't have enough set up security to be able to take you into disneyland <laughs> right right and he confirmed that and i was like oh, okay cool so, like that was a real thing and then like walt disney was like disappointed in that he would have i guess liked to have him there but was disappointed that they couldn't get it together to you know protect him or something so um <laughs> Yeah, so that was kind of cool. But yeah, it was very, very nice. We had a lovely time. Um, it does get hot in there. <laughs> it was I mean, not a, it is it's not a cold vintage. day. <laughs> it's vintage. There's no AC. 
So, um, and it's obviously completely enclosed. There are, they open some windows in there, but yeah, it's just, it's just a little toasty, but that's the only thing that's, you know, I, I, I took a look, I, I was sitting in my chair and I was like, oh, this is a really comfy chair. And I like, like leaned my head back. So I fell asleep for like a minute. But, um, You're like, this VIP was, tour is like, it was stressing me out. And now it, <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was like a sleeping bag. I just couldn't help myself. Well, so yeah. for those that are listening and aren't sure, like, what, what the heck we're talking about, there is a, a specialty car, right, that is only comes out during peak times. And it was originally called the presidential car, if I'm – correct me if I'm wrong, Megan, if you if you learn different history. Um, but right. it was the presidential car originally, and it brought guests around all over um, – and the when after Walt died, he wanted he, originally he wanted it to be something special just for the Disney family. And usually it was when they were uh, there in the park and they were traveling around. This is the car specialty car that they would drive uh, ride in. But uh, she remodeled it and made it mm-hmm. specifically her own. And she redecorated it, designed it. And this it came oh, when I just did a video on it, too. It came back to Disneyland in the seventies as the Lily bell. And did they tell you who got to ride in it first? I know that in the seventies. So it was, so it was during our, Oh gosh, what was it? Our a hundredth birthday of America, right? America. I know that a Japanese, the um, Japanese emperor, emperor Hirohito wrote it. Got Hirohito. to ride on it. Yes. Yes, because yeah. he was such a fan of Disney, and I did a I did a video a viral about him. So he gifted a a lantern basically that's over in Epcot. I did a whole video on that, and he was such a fan of the Disney companies that he had a classic Mickey watch that he supposedly buried with because he loved Disney so much. And so that's so the Lily car is very impactful in the history, and the the um, the lantern's very impactful over in Epcot of just that weird relationship that we have with Japan. So it's, I don't know, yeah. it's just very, very cool int- uh, history. And I'm, I'm a geek over the Lily Bell and like just the photos of Walt and Lillian in Disneyland. It's like mm-hmm. a bunch of family photos in there too. It's, it's yep. just really cool. It, it is very cool. It's, it's really cool to, it does look very like antique. It's, um you know, old style vintage. Uh, so it, it, yeah, it's a very cool experience. And um, if you want to ride the Lily Bell, I, uh, it, it's a little bit of a gray area there. Like you can potentially ask a conductor on the they day were, that it's like. Right. There were tips and tricks on how to do it pre-Panini. Pre-Panini. And I know it's like there was a now. regular way to do it. But now it's just kind of like if it's out on the train tracks, if you're like the first one to go and ask, from what I understand, I could be totally mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm I'm kind of saying this of like, hey, if anybody's listening, that's a Disneyland cast member before <laughs> Danielle goes to Disneyland and she's going to be the one going up there and like everybody else is going to be rope dropping the pickle or the chimichanga. No, Danielle's going to be rope dropping in Disneyland yep. over to the Lily Bell and I'm going to be that person to be like, can I ride the choo-choo? And that's going to be me. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a very cool experience for sure. I know that, um, obviously we did have some leeway with the VIP tour guide. If you are doing a VIP tour, you probably have a leg up there because they can definitely do their, the 
cast members talk to each other and they can make that happen. Um, they're also, I think there used to be like way back when a sign up list and it was first come first serve. So you'd actually go and sign your name to be one of the passengers on the Lily Bell of the day. And obviously when um, the list closed, that was it, done for the day. But we can't do that anymore because, you know, that's, that would just be bombarded. That, we don't do paper anymore. Too, especially when, I feel like when that was a thing, it was just the bloggers every once in a while that would post about it. But now the way social media is, you have one person talk about their magical moment experience and then you it's taken away entirely. So Everyone, I think that's some of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's why we can't have nice things. That's why yeah. we can't have nice things. And <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into why we can't have nice things in the Disney news portion here oh, in a yeah, little we'll bit. Talk about so we, that. we got more yeah. to talk about with that um but yes yeah, so uh again i will be there uh here in just actually a, a couple days after this episode releases i'm gonna be in disneyland uh yeah. for dapper day my dresses actually should be arriving right here in the next day or two and i'm so nervous i want to make sure that they work for the outfits and the aesthetic i'm going for um and yeah so i'm I'm stressing. I do have something to wear. Whether or not it fits, we'll see. I'll find out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we'll find out soon. I, I see what I'm doing, Megan. I, and I've, I've talked. About, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. Actually, is when it comes to Dapper Day, because you have you uh, you've never been to a Disney World Dapper Day, correct? I have not. No, not yet. Okay, so Disneyland's vintage aesthetic is so much different compared to Disney World's aesthetic. When it comes okay. to Dapper Day. So okay. for Disney World's Dapper Day, we do a lot more Disney bounds. We do way more crazy out there outfits. Where mm-hmm. I feel like in Disneyland, it's a little more subtle, more classic vintage, more 40s, 50s inspired. Maybe you guys have more access to more vintage wear than we do. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm really toning it down compared to when I was out there last year as the cowgirl. Really? Okay. I mean, okay. I feel like the I don't know because walking around with the cowgirl while it was cute, I feel like it didn't. It, not that I want to blend in, but it didn't match the overall aesthetic of what everyone else was doing. Where that would have totally been on brand for Disney World. Got it. Okay. Does that make I sense? see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But like, who wants to match everyone else? I thought your outfit was great. You oh, know? thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I. I think I'm going more classic. 50s holiday wear is kind of more of okay. what I'm going with instead of like a complete over the top cowgirl or my um, uh, ghost of Christmas present that I did for last year's Hollywood Studios outfit when I was like literally Santa walking around with a cornucopia. Um, <laughs> That's so fun. It, it's a little more toned down compared to that, but we'll, we'll see how it, it comes together in the very end. I'm sure it's going to look absolutely spectacular. Cannot wait to see it. And awesome. no matter what, it's going to look better than what I wear because I don't know what I'm doing. So, um, <laughs> Megan's like, and what do I have in the closet available that we can I know. do? What's close to what I want uh, or close to anything that's vintage? Um, nothing. <laughs> I need to do some thrift shopping or something. That's okay. You still got you still got time. And like I said, I feel like you have access to more vintage wear than what we do here in, in Florida. I think that might be true. Yes. There's quite a few vintage like like old style clothing stores, thrift shops, a lot of that actually in Orange County. So oh, yeah. we'll be okay. Oh, yeah. We'll figure it out. And okay, speaking of your trip in just a week, um, we have something to share. Very exciting with you guys. We are going to be recording our first ever episode of the Disney Countdown Show in person together when this she so comes weird. over here. 
I know. That's oh going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. An actual podcast where we are in the same room together and it's going to, it's going to look great. we got like, you know, professional equipment that we're going to have and it's, it's just going to be so much fun. Us finally yeah. together. We're also going to be taking over the Christmas countdown studio. So we're literally kicking Danny and Eric out. Yeah, out of their element. We yeeting them out. And then we're <laughs> going to be sitting in their chair and putting like the Disney countdown poster behind us. Like just, I don't know. I feel, what, what am I trying to think of? It's like when you're t- crudely taking the poster and just covering it up over the other stuff and being like, this is ours now. That's what we're yeah. going to be doing. Like Stitch taking over like the old classic Disney films. when yes. the, the marketing for Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Literally the that's same thing gonna that we're going to be doing. Yep. <laughs> but it kind of works though because that's going to be a few days after the holiday holidays start at Disneyland. So it's going to be very on theme. We're going to be celebrating the holidays and yeah, and just do it, doing the thing together. And I cannot wait. It'll be good. It'll be really good. It's going to be fun. Well, I um, think we should go ahead and jump into some breaking Disney news here, Megan, because we have some stuff to talk about Disneyland attraction wise. Yes. We that's going to be coming in at the same time that we're both going to be there also. Let's do it. We interrupt our program to bring you this Disney news. All right. Well, our first, our top story today is that finally, freaking finally, the Treehouse, the Adventureland Treehouse is opening at Disneyland on November 10th, exactly one year after they made the announcement on what the theme was going to be. And that's the same time as the holidays. It's the same day as the holidays begin. Um... I'm very excited. I It's been sitting there and they've been working on it all stinking year. Um, it looks great. I can see everything from, you know, the top down to like where this little uh, Ferris wheel of water starts. You can kind of see that. It looks amazing. And I cannot wait to see the final product. Um, it is going to be back similar to the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse that was there before Tarzan's Treehouse, but a little bit more modernized, I believe. It definitely got a paint job. Um, and she looks amazing and I cannot wait to see her. And Danielle's going to get to see it too when she's here. So that's exciting. See, we still have the Swiss Family Treehouse here in Disney World. I know, I know. You, so I'm going to have to go and compare it and be like, okay, is it like basically the same? Is it just a different paint job? What's going on? But I love the idea that Disney's like, here's the game plan. We're going to release all the Christmas stuff and all the little influencers are going to be here anyway. And then we're going to open this up and we're going to stick them all in the tree. And, <laughs> and it's going to be amazing free press and free marketing and just get them all in there. I know. So, I know. Disney, Disneyland, they ain't dumb. They, they know they're what they're not, doing. No, they're, they know exactly what they're doing. But they're just like, doing. you know, the influencers are already going to be here. Let's just go ahead. Just let them go into the tree. Just let it, stick them in the tree. Let them wander around in there. Stick and it'll be great. in the tree. <laughs> Which is, yeah, where we're all going to go at Rope Drop. We're going to go to the tree house of all places. But not, yeah. to, not to everything else on Main not Street. To nope, indie, to not to Indy. Not to space. Tree house. Yeah, who cares about the tree? The actual Christmas tree. No, I'm just kidding. Um, usually, usually that goes up way before the, fir- the that Friday anyways. So, um, yeah, I, I'm really, I, I can't wait to see it. It's been a long time coming. That thing has been under construction again for 365 days. So, um, yeah, yeah. actually, well, well, longer. Like they, they've been, they've been tearing it down for way longer than that. Excuse me. It's been, um... Because the they tore down. They just announced a year ago what it was gonna yes. be, but it was already construction. It was under construction when I was out there in November. The walls were already up. 
the walls were up and they were tearing down the first like big tree that you see. Did you ever see that um, like on the right before the pathway to pirates or right before the bridge? That's where Tarzan's would start is this one thing that led to a bridge that was completely torn down. And so it's just on the left side. There's nothing in the middle. Um, so that was uh, a big deal. And that was when we realized, you know, okay, Tarzan's is gone. What's going to happen? Um, so yeah, one year later, we are getting our Adventureland treehouse. I'm excited to compare too, because I have done Swiss Family recently over at Magic Kingdom. So I'm excited to see uh, what the what the difference is, what they've added, what they, you know, got rid of. So it should be it should be fun on the same day as, you know, holidays at Disneyland. Yes. And now, um, again, we'll believe it when we see it. Hopefully it does actually open up <laughs> by the time we get over there. It will. I, I've been walking by it almost every single day and I'm like, that thing is ready to go. Let's do this, you guys. <laughs> Come on. It, what will probably happen is that that's technically the official grand reop- reopening, but the walls will probably come down. I would bet like November 5th and then they're going to let people start wandering into it yeah. and walking around it. That'll just be the official grand opening. Is That's kind of what my bet is. That's a real, that's, yeah, okay. That's a, a, that's a theory for sure. And a good one, because how can you, well, you can staff that probably earlier. Um, but yeah, you can just, just a, walk somebody in, Somebody at right? the main entrance and that's it. It's just a walk around. Right, right. Yeah, good point. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if my, if my bet comes to will, fruition or not. Yeah, again, I, I am there every weekday, so I will, uh, I'll confirm for you guys. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, the one time I'm not in Epcot, we had an incident. Oh my gosh, this mm. this thing, this. I was yeah. shocked you even made a video about it, Megan. Uh, about the well, because so we talked about it. Yeah, we, we did talk about it, and actually, did I talk about it in the myth episode also? I or did was wait, wait, wait. It a oh no rant. What 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 episode was that? I feel like it was the one where, oh my god, we were talking about the barges. I can't remember. We were talking about the barges. No. And oh my gosh, what one was that? Oh, oh, oh we wait, wait. Lot about Epcot and her struggles. So I'm not surprised right. if we can't remember which episode it was. I feel like I feel like we were talking about Harmonious in a way. And I think it was because one of your favorite songs was the um, out there version of Inharmonious or something like yeah. that. I think. I would believe that. And I, 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 yeah, it was one of those where we were talking about the the toxicity levels of Epcot's World Showcase Lagoon Water. And so, y'all, I don't know, the video went viral of this guy standing on the Italy Bridge, and he jumped into the in-between canal portion, not like into the, I mean, it's connected to the lagoon, but there's like a little patio area and then two bridges connecting over towards the main walkway and then the Italy Pavilion. So it's part of the Italy Pavilion. And what I think irritates me the most is that the man stood there and waited for a crowd to gather around him. Yeah. And... By the time before he even jumped, managers were already on the phone with security being like, he's going to do it. Yeah. He's going to do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. All right. 10 I mean, four, he fact- did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Just the fact that he was standing there and like, obviously, um, you know, egging, egging himself on, egging people on uh, over barricades for sure. And on a bridge, he was going to get banned right then and there, but he actually did jump. Um, I I mean, if you're going to be an idiot, might as well see it through. Right. So, um, yeah, he did jump and he swam and he swam to the boat, the little, um, gondola thing they have on the side there. 
and got himself up and came and, uh, yeah, got out of the water and was immediately escorted from the park. So, 100%. yeah. And, it was all for um, a bet. All for a bet. It was apparently $6,000. Um, I think it was, uh, someone said it was for YouTube. Like, someone was filming for YouTube. So, I don't know if this was, like, a prank or if it was, like, it was all for clout, obviously, you know. 100%. And, and um, yeah. He was a tall man. So, you know, he jumped in. And he and went all the way. He went all the way also. in. Is that a shallow part? Well, yes and no. So because because it is like part of a, a canal piece, like and then the, you have the pieces floating right there as part of the decor. Like mm-hmm. the area he jumped into, it wasn't like the deepest part of the lagoon. So That's- you know he probably got in there and his leg touched something of either the Ugh. the little and it's it's not like just like seaweed. It's that gross algae stuff that gr- that is here in the florida water and uh when, it, when we talk about like when i talk about the toxicity levels it's not to the point where like yes there are fish and stuff that live inside the waters of epcot lagoon and they connect all the way through like bass of living there all that good stuff but it's just it's not safe to be in for a, number one an extended period of time if your head goes into the water because we had brain eating amoebas back in the day that was like a yeah. thing over at river country and that's half of the reason why they closed um yes. so we, we we got nasty stuff in our florida water but mix that in with hydraulic fluid and everything else in between absolutely not no gross <laughs> any sort of like really though nasty and Mm. i don't know if like they think about that or he he gave that any sort of thought before jumping in probably not just wanted them wanted the money i guess you know hope it was worth the lifetime ban and um enjoy yeah so uh i told him i i said he might want to go see a doctor after all that just because uh that water is gross similar to that video that was circulating a couple months ago about it was showed this guy literally taking a water bottle, putting it in Splash Mountain water and drinking it out of the water bottle. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... The oh. amount of bromine and, like, nastiness, Dude. the chemical. I know. People pour, like, dead people's ashes in there. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, in that video... I've seen the, that. The video from Haunted Mansion is recirculating again of the cast, the custodial cast members with the vacuum backpack. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah. That's and, um... them sucking out grandma and getting her out because she, they, somebody dumped her in the little gutter right over there. And uh, I don't, that was the video I was referencing back when we were talking about um, sprinkling the ashes and the myth. Again, with the myth episodes, we've been referencing a lot of that here. <laughs> I, know, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I have no sympathy. It's like, y'all know that's not allowed. You know that you can't. You can't do that. And, the audacity. Um, where the what audacity. Is, what's that other meme going around? Where do people get the audacity, and where do they find it on sale? And- <laughs> <laughs> I need. I feel like I need just a little bit of that. Is that at a discount? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm mm, I don't know. Uh, I won't say nothing on that. That's that's good. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Danielle? Speaking of a lagoon, I think. This is actually a great time for a little impromptu game. Oh? A little guessing game. I think we, we should bring in producer Chris real quick. I think we should actually do a little contest just to see and see if we know how deep the Epcot Lagoon is. And oh gosh, whoever, whoever, get, whoever gets closest, whoever gets closest is the winner. And the other person has to buy her. Wait, are we putting real odds on this? 
Well, we do. Oh, this is real odds. This is a real game. It's actually like there is a winner and there is a loser. And <laughs> we'll see. It's like Price is Right. Who gets the closest? Without um, going over? Without going over. Oh, oh. actually, without going over. She would, mm, that's a good. Is there going to be a. No, I think, I think it's closest. Okay. It can go over. Closest sounds best, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Hi, Chris. Hi. <laughs> so are you? So you you were saying that. So are we? Are we making this so that way whoever wins has to buy the winner a drink, or can we maybe make it like a churro in case I win? That'd be great. And uh, <laughs> the loser has to buy the winner a snack while I'm over there in Disneyland in November. Does that sound good? That is that is exactly what I'm saying, and we will document that and post that on the socials. Yes. Look at you coming up with the content <laughs> for the social medias. <laughs> Always, always thinking. Yes. Okay, Chris, are you going to be our official, like, have have the numbers prepared for us on, on our bets? I am the official. Have the numbers prepared oh. for you on your bets. Okay. So the question is, is how deep is the Epcot World Showcase Lagoon? I'm going to say, <clears throat> I'm going to do like some random obscure, not obscure, but... Definitely not an even number. Um, six. At the deepest point, too, right? Deepest point. Oh, deepest, deepest point. Oh, 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 okay. Hmm. Because they have to put the things, the barges on there. Now I'm going to stick with my, my, my number. Six feet, four inches. Okay. Uh, Megan, I think you're way off, babe. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... I, okay, I can only go. I, I see. I only know my paradise, my Pixar Pier. That lagoon. that would okay. be true for Pixar Pier. No, no, no. Babe. They actually have fountains that are like right underneath, and they go. I, up, so I don't I know. I, mean, can't I, be I that think deep. I'm gonna go a little over. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say 27 feet is my guess. Dang. 27 feet. So it's gotta be in between. It is in between. Oh, okay. Can I change my answer? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you both an opportunity to change your answer. It's in between that. I think. Okay, I think that's fair. Okay, I okay. am gonna go with. Okay, I'm at a 10. 16 feet. <laughs> 16 and 2 inches. <laughs> okay. Danielle, do you want to? Or so you but if it's was <gasps> oh, it truly in between or was it me. or what I could still be closer? You could still be closer, but there's room to be closer. Improvement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I say 21 feet. 21 feet. Well, the answer is 25 feet. You were closer. Good job. Yeah, I I mean, it's deep. It is it is the very center. It is, she she deep. Y'all. That is really that that's like really deep. Yeah, jeez. That's like an actual body of water, like a Yeah, lake. at that's the point crazy. where the guy jumped in alone was almost 10 feet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so See, I don't he know. he didn't touch <laughs> the bottom. It's just that you felt stuff underneath you already at that point. So it was okay. like, it's like a, it's a gradual, the Epcot Lagoon is like a gradual point going downwards. Um, it uh, is also the water runoff for Spaceship Earth. If you did not know that, your random Disney thing is that the Spaceship Earth, the way that the uh, triangles and stuff are designed on the geodesic sphere, is that there is a water catchment system built into it so that way none of it drips off the triangles and lands on guests below. It actually catches into those little individual grooves and the water collects and it goes underneath uh, uh the future world and goes into a drainage system that drains into the lake. Oh, I see. Yes. I see. Okay. 
Very interesting. All right. All right. So I think, does that mean I get a churro? That means you get a churro, Danielle. Absolutely. It's coming your way. You know, we could make this a whole thing. Like, you could get me one of the Christmas limited edition churros, and we can make it a podcast thing, a bet thing, and also like a holiday food review thing. I'm down. That would, yes, let's do that. That's a plan. Done. Done. Done and done. Oh, exciting. (laughs) I'm too excited. I'm too excited. Well, we do have some other news to get into before we jump into our real game, before the we, we did our, our bet. Oh, one. yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. for example, they have officially announced the Haunted Mansion theme bar on the treasure. And now what I love is that when we, when we first talked about the news of the Disney treasure coming out, I talked about the Haunted Mansion theme bar and I told our producers, Chris and Danny to go ahead and remove that line because we did not have official confirmation from Disney. We knew it was hinted, but we didn't Mm -hmm. have any confirmation. We only had the jungle skipper bar and the 20,000 leagues under the sea bar, but they have confirmed a Haunted a mansion themed bar on the treasure yep and it's looks really flipping cool um that's it's got a lot of people really excited however keep in mind guys that these bars on these cruise ships they're not big like they're very very small so i don't know how this is going to work with a lot of people on a cruise ship i feel like there's going to be some sort of i don't know reservation system or like virtual queue something like that um, cause it's, I don't even think it's near the size of Oga's. It's got, it's like half that. It's like half of Oga's. And yeah. I don't know, as I was, I was looking at the pictures, one of our, well, one of the people I associate with on, on the onlines, on the Instagrams, she is a animation coordinator at Disney. And when we were, when I was talking, when we were talking about this, uh, a while ago, back when I was like hinting at the Haunted Mansion movie, uh, she said, yeah, the treasure is also going to have stuff. And I think a part of her team at Disney animation have been working on the ghost animations that are going to be seen inside the bar. And I think that's going to be pretty cool. That's uh, cool. She, she was kind of hinting this, at it. On the mirror there. Yeah. That's yes. so cool. I think it's going to be an animated feature on the interactive part of the mirrors. That's amazing. Wow. Oh, that's so cool. It's kind of that's... like a little bit more of, um, uh, I guess, higher quality um, of the hitchhiking ghosts in your dune buggy. But it's going to be yes. them in the mirror doing, I guess, probably a little bit more um, animated stuff. So that's that's awesome. It looks really cool, guys. Yeah. <laughs> My question is, okay, so I don't, I I haven't actually been able to talk about this. So we're still waiting on our hitchhiking ghost. He should be arriving here very, very soon at Walt Disney World. Our hat box. Yes, our hat box ghost. Mm -hmm. However, there is going to be updated animations at the end. So we don't still have the classic animatronics for our hitchhiking ghost like you do in Disneyland. Mm -hmm. We have a projection system that would originally read the faces and would like interact. Mm-hmm. The the animation's getting updated, and I accidentally wrote it. Oh, when was this? This was back in like August, and they were testing it, and I didn't have my phone ready to get a video of it because I was just like, oh, it's just gonna be the normal stuff. And I'm like, yeah. this is entirely different. This is all updated. This is different animation, and I completely missed my opportunity. And they took it away the next day because it was literally <gasps> only in the middle of testing. And I'm like, no. Ugh. So I'm wondering if it's gonna be the same animation or not that's going to also be on the treasure in the haunted mansion theme bar maybe 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 
Maybe. I don't know. I'm still more excited for the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea bar because I'm still I know. I'm still saying, y'all, if I'm invited in any way, shape, or form, I will be leading the sing-along of the whale of a tail. <laughs> I am so ready. I just need to find a guy that can play an accordion, and I'm ready. <laughs> it's really cool that they're having a bar, like, that theme, um, just because there's not a lot, a lot of bars on this boat. And there are a lot of bars, which is good. It's going to be it's a boozy cruise. I mean, Booza Cruise is going to be uh, a little a Disney adult cruise, that's for sure. Um, but I just love, because um, there's not a lot of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea stuff anywhere. There's not. And, um, and so that's a little, a fun little nod to the movie. Um, so that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And going to be super fun. Speaking of Haunted Mansion and spooky yes. season, um, yeah. let's go to Holly Jolly season. Because now I, <gasps> I know. Guys, We're moving out so... of spooky season. I know. Well, and it, God, I do you know. I don't want to take away from our Halloweeny episode because this will be releasing literally like the day before Halloween. This episode, but I am very excited about Jollywood Nights, and it is making me very nervous how excited I am because more <laughs> information is slowly releasing about the entertainment. I don't know if you've seen pictures of this, Megan. Have mm-hmm. you seen these pictures? I have been seeing pictures and a little more video now. Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. we, we now have uh, exclusive outfits for Mickey, the fi- uh, S- Sensational Six. They're going to yep. have exclusive outfits for Jollywood Nights, which we usually never have here in Disney World. And the Disney World people are just like, what? Um, <laughs> so we're kind of excited about it. But we have more details about a Jack and Sally sing-along that is going to be taking place over in... Um, what is it? The Hyperion Theater. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. So it's going to be a little bit of spooky, but also very holly jolly because I'm sure we're going to be singing all the classic songs. Um, and that's going to replace the Frozen Ever After sing along. So it's going to so it's going to switch from daytime to nighttime, which will be very cool. That is so cool. I'm so jealous. I that that is an event that I would love, love to go to because yes. oh, it looks so they're going to. They're going to have individual, like, mini bars and, like, food stalls. All these things, like, Brown Derby is going to have something. The Tower Tear is going to have something. Over there, ABC Commissary is getting turned into this gigantic... Um, it's going to be a Hispanic inspiration. Like, a, a lot of uh, our South American cultures are going to be represented in, like, all of Commissary Lane. Uh, oh, good. Where there's gonna ha- they're going to have, like... Oh, what, what were they calling it? One of those intense 3D, not 3D, like one of those intense uh, red carpet arm video cameras. Oh, oh, oh the, um, the, th- uh, yes, I know what you mean. Not the 360, but the, um. Like the super zoom or like the super dramatic ones. Yes. The ones that go in slow motion and do the, yes. the, the really cool videos. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen those. They're going to have one of those and it's going to be part of PhotoPass, I believe. And it's going to be a magic shot that you can do exclusively at Jollywood. So I'm I'm just That's more amazing. nervous of there's going to be so much to do and I'm not going to have enough time to be able to do all of it. So I am really nervous about that. Uh, you know, I believe it when we see it, right, Danielle? It, I think it's <laughs> no. going to be... <laughs> I think it's going to be great. So please take all the video of the Tower of Terror area because I really want to see that. Um, and I think it's going to be a blast. So... It'll be good. It'll be yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I say 
we go ahead and take a break on the jolly stuff and get back into the spooky stuff because we're going to have some countdown we're going to have to jump into. Uh, but before that, yes. uh, Chris, I hear you have another game for us besides the random bet one that me and Megan just did. <laughs> I'm here, and yes, I do have a game. This is a, another brand new game that we have never played here on Disney Countdown. This one's called the Outsourced Trivia Quiz. For this game, Ooh. you'll be working together. I'll give you a question. There will be four possible answers. It'll be multiple choice. One of those answers will be correct, and the other three will be written by Patreon members in our Disney Countdown Facebook group. Be careful, though, because their answers were written specifically to fool you both. <gasps> oh, this is awesome. Okay. Patreon family, how dare you turn your backs on us? The audacity. Again, where are you buying the audacity? <laughs> I want to see how good they are at tricking us, though. This is going to be interesting. Oh, okay. I'm, okay. Outsource I'm intrigued. Trivia. So one is, one is real, and the other answers are made up by our followers over on Patreon. Yes. Designed to fool us. So here's the first one. What are the names of Cinderella's stepsister's cats? Lucifer and Pom Pom, Lucifer and Snowball, Lucifer and Rufus, or Maria and Jasper? Okay, so to help you, Megan. So I think I think it's A because... Um, pom Pom. Pom Pom. Because you have Was to picture in it in Jacques' voice. Right. Was this in the sequel to Cinderella? It was. It was Twist yeah. in Time, I believe. Twist in Time. And Lucifer was like head over heels for the other cat or something. And they helped him get all dressed up and like put the bow tie on. That's right. That's pom right. Pom. I think I it is. Like I think it is pom pom. Snowball is another reference to a cat, but I don't know if it's that cat. I think it's I pom think pom. It's, I think it's pom pom. That would be correct. Hey. <laughs> Very good. We do know our sequels, people. Oh. <laughs> yes, we do. I remember it specific. I well, I, I definitely watched it a few times because that was another one my sister used to watch a lot as a baby. So oh yeah. Well then, yep. we're going to test your sequel knowledge with the next question. Who is the first Disney princess to have a child in a sequel to her original film? Is it Jasmine, Aurora, Ariel, or Cinderella? It's definitely Ariel. Ariel. Yeah. Ariel is correct. Ha <laughs> ha! Melody. Mm-hmm. All right. So next one in the Aristocats, what is the name of the alley cat who helps Duchess and her kittens return home? Scat Cat, Timothy O'Brien, Sergeant Tibbs, or Thomas O'Malley? Thomas, Thomas O'Malley. O'Malley. The alley cat. That is also correct. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely crushing it. <laughs> In Pocahontas, what is the name of John Smith's loyal dog? Rufus, Percy, Prince, or Duke? Percy. Percy, Percy. is again correct. And technically, he's not John Smith's dog. He's actually Radcliffe's dog. He is Radcliffe's dog, yes. Well, then that's just how it's going to have to be. (laughs) (laughs) I always say that dogs are raised by a village. So I've never said that before, but it could possibly be true. (laughs) (laughs) Chris's new life saying is just made up here in the middle of the episode. In the last one, in The Lion King, what's the name of the hyena trio that serves Scar? Is it Shenzi, Banzai, and Ed? Shuzi, Bonzi, and Ed? Shenzi, Hanja, and Ed, or Phineas, Ezra, and Gus. This is A. <laughs> a. <laughs> I like the last one. I like the last one. That was good. <laughs> yeah, let's throw that one in for fun. Here, that, those were all right. <laughs> a. And that was the game. I want to thank Zachary, Amber, Gwendolyn, Hannah, and Jeffrey for helping out. They did a great job. Thank you, guys. 
See, I love it when the That's Patreon so family can get involved with stuff like that. So good game, everybody. Yeah. Thank you, Patreon fam, for helping Chris out with that one and coming up with some answers. I love that. Thank you to our Patreons for basically creating that game for us. Really okay. appreciate it. Always love some Disney trivia. I was very proud of us, Megan. I felt like we did really good on that one. <laughs> I think we were. I think, yes. I, I like to think that our life lifelong disney knowledge helped us in that because i think the confidence level was the only one that i was i was worried about was um the cat in the sequel to cinderella pom pom because pom-pom. snowball sounds correct because i mean she but that's is from a another giant movie. fluffy white cat right it, yeah, exactly yes it she was giant white and fluffy so i have to think which what, what cat was named snowball i'll have to look that up Snowball. it's it's some cat we will we'll figure that out another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shall we get into the final five, the top five of our Disney spooky songs? Yes. Are you ready? This is, I'm ready. I'm ready. I have gathered around and we are gathering around the uh, cauldron right now. Is it toil, toil, trouble, cauldron burn and fire bubble? Some, I t- totally <laughs> said that wrong. Shakespeare is quaking <laughs> right now because of how much I messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> toil and trouble. That's all I know what, from what the, Hocus one of the Pocus. Things. But we, one we of the are, things. we're getting it ready. It's unfortunate that I think I probably know the uh, Hocus Pocus. Oh, look, Junior, little making, uh, what, making spirits, I got my hitchhiking, right? hitchhiking ghost Christmas crossover sweatshirt on right now, guys. <laughs> you, Merry Hollow Thanks, Miss. We've been Merry saying Hollow that Thanks, a lot man. the past couple episodes, but that, your shirt literally is that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, do you, do you want me to recap my my uh, ten through six first, and then jump into that, or let's do it? Yes, go for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to recap, and me and Megan were very similar on our ten and nine, actually. Yeah. But uh, my number ten was the Mob song from Beauty and the Beast. Number nine was Oogie Boogie song. Number eight was Evil Like Me from Descendants. Uh, number seven is Calling All the Monsters by, uh, what is it? Ant Farm, technically. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then my number six was Be Prepared from Lion King. And that's a great, great song. Yes. Love, love the 10 through 6. Um, all right. So my number 10 was, in fact, the Oogie Boogie song. We definitely swapped, Danielle. So Oogie Boogie for my number 10. And then, um, oh, my number 9, excuse me, was uh, Heffalumps and Woozles from Winnie the Pooh. And uh, and then it's also, I, I threw in a little, like, fan, Fantasmic mix in there because I really like the Fantasmic remix of it um and then number eight was the mob song from beauty and the beast Mm -hmm. number seven grim grinning ghost which was on theme for today 
There she Classic. is again. Um, and uh, number six is Mother Knows Best from Tangles, which is, oh, such a great song. It really is. Mother Gothel. Mm-hmm. She is definitely a evil, evil queen. Not exactly evil queen, but, you know, you know what I mean. I mean. <laughs> She's evil queen. She's frightening, honestly. <laughs> evil queen, yeah. Slay. <laughs> I mean, she is iconic, like she literally iconic. zapping your child's hair just to keep yourself looking youthful. Like that's, she's evil, man. Mm, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Love, love that for us. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd, I'll i be intrigued. I don't know if a lot of our top five are going to be even close, Megan, because I do have two. You mentioned that. Obscure yeah. ones on my list. Anyway, <laughs> continuing on my number five. And me and Megan have had a debate about this in the last Patreon uh, thing also, is the Walt Disney World's Boo to You soundtrack is my number five (laughs) from our Boo to You parade is one of my top favorites, specifically the end portion of Boo to You, where it's all the villain section and they sing, it's good to be bad, it's good to be bad, favorite song. It's one of my favorites. So that made my number five. Okay. Okay. I understand. I get it. It's um it's catchy. I actually don't know that part that you are speaking of, so I need to research that. I haven't heard the end portion. So catchy and then they have the skeleton band. It's one of those obscure Halloween costumes that when you see people dressed up as the skeleton band and they have their own little float, everybody gets super excited for them. Okay. Okay. No, that's that's cool. That Yeah. <laughs> Megan's like, no, our Halloween parade is better, so your answer is wrong, Danielle. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I it's it could just be me being, you know, um, a little bit of a Magic Kingdom hater sometimes because I, you know, it happens from time to time. Uh, I I just don't I just don't get it, you know. It's it's like Figment. I just don't get it. I, we just don't give so, boo- some things. I don't get booty you. No, I don't. To you. Uh, boo to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> All right. I'm so glad that you love it. I love that for you. <laughs> love that for you. But my answer is. Uh, yeah. So what's your number five then? My, my number five is uh, it's going to be from a movie and it's from Moana. It's shiny. <laughs> Sung by the crab, the big crystally crab. Um, it is a demigod guy. It is. It's so catchy, and I think it's so funny because that actor, and I cannot think of his name. He's from um, Flight of the Concords, and he is so freaking funny to me. He's just this like British man. His name is uh, Jermaine Clement. He's from New Zealand. Thank you so much, New Zealand. Excuse me. Um, he's a New Zealand actor and comedian, and yeah, he's he's the voice of the the big old crab in Moana and sings that song. And I just think it's a, such a fun like villainy song it's like his line of pick an eye babe just pick an eye <laughs> see i was trying to decide there's a couple villain songs that didn't make my list because i was like okay is it like maniacal sounding enough that one i think is just too much of like a bop to like include it, it in bop. like a spooky song but i i like that you he he throws some lyrics in there that are a little maniacal i think um at least from what i remember when they uh, turn when he turns into like the neon form and yes, uh, yeah. he's no longer shiny. He's like the neon spookiness. I, yeah, yeah, he does say yeah, some yeah. some like spooky lyrics in that portion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just I think it's it's definitely. I mean, he is one of the villains from Moana. I, I think he's probably like one of the main ones because we obviously find out that Teka is 
um, Te Fiti, but just in another form. Um, so, yeah. Oh, along with the little um, Kakamura. So, yeah, I forgot about those guys. <laughs> See, okay, so side note, Wish that's coming out. The new movie is going to be coming out here pretty soon. And they have, like, the king guy is portrayed as the villain, and he has, like, a regular villain song. I'm afraid that he's going to come out as not being the villain, and I want him to be the villain. I think he would be a good villain. I agree. Yeah, I know. Sidetrack for another time. So we'll, yes, we'll talk yes. about that after that movie actually releases. We'll actually get into a little more of that. Yes. Yes, agreed. What is your number uh, four, Danielle? My number four is from, well, I'll say the name of the song. It is Snuff Out the Light. And it is Yzma's song that was recorded and is released on the Emperor's New Groove soundtrack. However, it was cut from the movie itself because Eartha Kitt actually did record it. And the music, the song is fantastic. It's actually part of my regular Halloween spooky time playlist. And she, uh, it was back when the working title of this movie was still The Sun Kingdom. And Yzma's character wasn't just like, a, a, a royal sidekick and then just has like a creepy dungeon no she had like witchy powers and summoned um this uh what is it like a a, a god of darkness in the inca like mythology yeah and she like called upon him to literally snuff out the light and uh I, it's a great great song and i'm angry that we didn't have full animation for it there are references to it in um it's a documentary called the sweat box and i think they actually have clips of the storyboards of what was originally supposed to happen in this song but the song was used over in disneyland paris i believe it was 2018 and it's when yzma it's matt like the whole storyline is around max goof and they do two songs from emperor's new groove one is uh um the opening song and then Yzma has her whole segment right there with Snuff Out the Light, and that's the only time that that song has actually been used in the parks and just happens to be over in Paris. Love that. I love that sometimes Paris will use, like, or have a little more obscure Disney stuff over there, and I sometimes, so... I love that. That's cool. I had no idea that even existed. Oh, you're, you'll like the song, Megan. It's a really. I got. I'm gonna. I am gonna look it up for sure because I love that movie. It is probably my favorite. Um, I always root for the underdog, and so I just feel like Emperor's New Groove is severely underrated, underappreciated because there's not much merch out there for that film. And um, I would. That's why I was so excited when Cat Isma was the choice of plush for this decades collection that they just put out. And now, yes, I did buy her. So um, <laughs> with a little potion, she's like evil. Um, well, that's cool. Okay, I'm for sure gonna listen to that today. I'm so excited. Yay! Um, I also want to go back to Shiny. Uh, some of these lyrics are actually really, really like dark. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. give, give us one I'm of the spooky like- ones for him. Soak it in, because it's the last you'll ever see. Say la vie, mon ami. I'm so shiny. Now I'll eat you, so prepare your final plea just for me. You'll never be quite as shiny. So, he also, it was uh, a part that's going to... I'm going to take apart your aching heart. Like, jeez. Okay. So, yeah. We're yeah. getting violent right there. <laughs> yeah, that is graphic. All right. Okay, so my number four is... Hmm. The other side... On the other side from... Princess and the Frog, sung by 
uh, Dr. Facilier, who is one of my favorite villains. And it's such a good song. It's like the transition from like obviously like he thinking he's gonna help out to you know are you ready i just oh it's so good and i wanted that to be the song for tiana's bayou adventure going up the last hill um i don't think that's gonna happen because obviously it's a continuation of the story but oh man if it was if it was like you had the shadows and um just some voodoo stuff up that hill man that'd be cool Anyway, um, that was it, that also that soundtrack in general is just a huge part of my family, my family history, um, because that was something that was playing constantly in our car when my sister was very, very little. So, um, yeah, I'm just a big fan of that one. Had to be top five. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And I, so it, it is in my top five, but I, I won't say exactly oh, where just yet. Okay. I, was, I had a feeling it would be because I know Princess and the Frog is your favorite. So, okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, my number three is actually the Trick or Treat song. So Trick or Treat for Halloween from the Trick or Treat uh, Donald Duck episode. Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. I love that song. It is such a bop and I love that this short is getting some revitalization and some love here recently especially on Disney Plus now that they've kind of not remastered it but they've kind of cleaned it up and it's now you can watch it on Disney Plus I really love that short Huey, Dewey, and Louie walking up and then and then they they do their quacky version and they're so cute and witch hazel's adorable Um, yes oh gosh what she even says she she even says when she's doing her her spells and she gets she leans over to one of them and she's like this stuff's right out of shakespeare and then she jumps back in (laughs) oh goodness see i'm which i'm referencing all the little spelly spells today that's cute oh i love that you put that there oh my gosh big fan i even i kind of forgot about that one wow love yay danielle yay very good choice very good choice all righty well my number three is a little bit more of a um widely known song and it is poor unfortunate souls from the little mermaid i love both versions i think pat carroll is an absolute she's just an icon there's no like i i can't say enough about her her version is my favorite 100 percent. i did enjoy melissa mccarthy's version as well from the live action film i thought she did a really good job um it was like I, I the remakes are great um i think that hers was probably one of my favorites like you know how robin williams um you, uh, a friend like me like will smith didn't quite like live up to that i think he did a good job um but you know because the originals are just they're just they're just the best uh, what, what can you say you can't top it you can't top pat can't top robin so um but poor unfortunate souls is just uh, just iconic and i love singing along to it it's a great great villain song so it's uh, it's top three for me i everybody like i like i don't mind poor unfortunate souls but everybody knows my opinion on ariel so that's why i didn't include her song in my top 10 or anything like and that's that. fine that's fine what wait, what is your opinion on ariel i did i She's i don't know my if least like... favorite princess okay okay yeah why? and that's just like a no just throwbacks from well some of that but more throwbacks from my time as a fairy godmother at the bippity boppity boutique i didn't mind ariel beforehand i loved her as a child but when i was a okay here's another rant uh (laughs) when i was a fairy godmother at the bippity boppity boutiques the parents that would force their kids to be ariel when they were picking out costumes and like there's all these gorgeous princess dresses the parents and the kids that picked out ariel were a type 
if that mm. makes sense. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I, my least magical experiences with like either just situations that happened in the chair or before they even got to the chair, all the girls were dressed as Ariel. So okay. it's kind of triggering for me in a weird way. <laughs> no, I, I, so I, I'm sorry to my Ariel fans, but it's just the association with it for me. That's all right. That's your, that definitely is, you know, it's your experience with it. And it's very interesting. Uh, it's like a, it should be a, a, like a case study or something on people who picked Ariel. <laughs> Huge psychology case study on based off your favorite princesses, what it means about you as a person or your like childhood growing up. I could go into a whole rant and case study on that. And that's something I would love to do, but that would take so much time and energy. Well, Danielle, if you're interested, you could totally make that a series on TikTok or you can actually do it act, like an actual TikTok. I don't series. want people coming like... for me and canceling me when I'm telling them the truth. Well, then... <laughs> okay, well, make, then make it then make it like a little paid series. People want to see it. Just... True. <laughs> like, Hi, I pay three dollars for it and you can see it. <laughs> So many anyway, I'm just giving you too. ideas. I'm just giving you ideas. No, but you're like... giving me so many ideas and like so many things <laughs> that I want content. to talk about. That is good content. Like there was a couple other things that uh and like things that have been posted on the Disney Parks TikTok page. Have you seen their videos? They're struggling. They're struggling yeah, so I, I've seen some of them and I'm like, oh, that, did that you was, see the that Muppet was a thought. One? Wait, did I see the Muppet one? Oh I did! I did. I with didn't the, understand what that was. The, yeah, exactly. Nobody does. Unless you're a Muppet <laughs> stan. And I got so heated. I had to make a video to rant about how inaccurate this video was. Even though the video is only eight seconds and it's just them with the paddleboard. I had a rant ready to go and I did not post it, y'all. I held my tongue because I do not want to be that person uh, with, the, with coming after Disney parks and being like, guys, I love you, but we have to step up the game with certain key attractions and that you chose this. You splice the audio. It's not technically correct to the show. And I oh, oh, another rant for another time. It's fine. So, yes, I don't know. But they've been, I can't tell them how to do their job is really what it is. And I'm not willing to make free content to tell them how to do their job. I, hey, you know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. I understand. Oh, See, I, again, I, the rants are just for the uh, for the podcast family. That I'll keep it here in the, the podcast, podcast world. And the Patreons. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Oh man, oh, it's, it's we we have fun. Um. <laughs> it's good. Anyway, moving on to the number two. <laughs> uh, my number two is what you just mentioned. It is friends on the other side from Princess hey. and the Frog. That is my number two. He, I think his song is so frightening and i think it i don't know maybe it's because i am from the south and we do have a larger haitian culture here also in florida so like voodoo and that kind of stuff we don't mess with that you don't mess with the shadow man so when he's talking and singing his song it is frightening as all get out yeah so like you better listen to him (laughs) because it's uh, all kind of hoodoo we don't know no i i fully believe in it and um there's uh just powers and energy out there that we can't understand so uh, it, that's why it is it is quite frightening and yeah and the way that he sings it, it if someone can look up the actor's name for me I know who it is I can see his face and he sang it at the like, Hollywood Bowl one time um, live and he's so the voice is just so powerful 
Um, well, in so. the animation alone, because this was what one of the last hand-drawn animated movies. Yes, and the squash and stretch effect of Doctor Facilier and his long hands and fingers. So spooky. So he's scary looking. He's scary looking with his yeah. with his shadow people and his little monsters. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the um, little voodoo dolls banging on the drums too. Ooh. The voodoo dolls. Yes, it's one of it's one of my favorite parts of the. Um, uh, not, oh my god, not so scary. It's not not so scary. It's uh, Oogie Boogie fri- Frightfully Fun Parade. Jeez, woo, I haven't been an Oogie Boogie in a month. Frightfully <laughs> Fun Parade. <laughs> um, he has one of the best floats, and uh, his the the shadow like creatures, um, will walk up to you with their with their faces, and they're pretty they're pretty freaky. Like if they got up in a kid's face, it might spook him a little bit, um, because they're on stilts. So oh yeah, yeah. So I love that for Halloween though. It's. It's, a, just, it's a great I villain song, Absolutely. and I think that's why it great. made it into our top fives, was because it is such a great villain song. It's in your, it's in your two, top two. I yeah. love that. All right. So, well, my uh, number two is, I think you have already, yes, I think it was in your top ten. It is Be Prepared from Lion King, sung by Scar. And um, I just, this song, when that first beat comes on, and again, and I think you mentioned in the live uh, Lion King show at Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I got chills. He was so good singing because this. Because you get that baritone voice of him yes. singing that, and it like, it, it's like it's like a ground note, and you're just like, mm-hmm. ooh, I got goosebumps. I great, got chills, for sure. Yes. I mean, uh, is it Jeremy Irons that, that voices Scar and sings at least the first portion of that? I, re- I vaguely remember he lost his voice in, while he was trying to record that, and someone else took over at some point. Another person? I... I don't know if we've talked about that. Um, I've talked about that. Yeah, fun fact. He, uh, someone else kind of dubbed over uh, during that song. It was Jim Cummings that switched out for him. Uh, our favorite, one of our favorite voice actors of Disney Who of man? all time, Jim yeah. Cummings. Thank what you. What can't he do? It's crazy. What can't that man do? <laughs> it's crazy. Like his, his resume is just stacked. Yeah, he is. He's literally everybody. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, I just watched the Tigger movie last night. Cried my eyes out because I just... I don't know. Oh, I mean, I need that one in the Heffalump movie. Those are the two movies I don't like, watch. How do they? How do they do that? It's so like, it's like so tug cute. on the heartstrings and make you cry. I know. Like I just, ugh. It was so. It was so cute. I. I. I don't know. I don't know why I needed a good cry, but I did. So I watched Tigger movie. Obviously. <laughs> um, Get the emotions out for the month. It's fine. Just watch a Pooh Bear movie. You know. I, <laughs> Yeah, just exactly. Just watch the Winnie the Pooh film on Disney Plus, and you'll be fine. You'll feel great afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. All right, shall we get into our number one, our top choice, Danielle? Yes. And before I say my number one, thank you all again for listening this far into the episode. We really, really appreciate it. And again, I gotta repeat it. Make sure you're following us over on the socials for Disney Countdown Show over on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and Pod Disney on Twitter uh, slash X. And I'm the Dapper Danielle, and I have Megan the Magical Millennial. And the next time you're listening to one of our episodes, uh, I will probably be on a plane heading to california there shortly thereafter and we have another great episode here in just a couple weeks that me and megan will be filming together on location and it's it's going to be great so some really great stuff coming up here in the next month and the next couple episodes and we hope that you have a fantastic halloween uh here in the next couple yes. uh, well, actually the day after this episode releases yes happy halloween everybody yes well to, to kick off 
the Halloween, the Halloweeniness. Yes. The Halloweenkies, all the things. Yes, yes, yes. My number one is the Headless Horseman song. <gasps> oh, it is such a good song. Oh, wow. Is it from Ichabod? Yes, from uh, Ichabod Crane. And of course, it's it's sung by, oh my gosh, why am I blanking? It's not Danny Kaye. It's the other one. Uh, Bing Crosby. <gasps> we love Bing Crosby. So he he's the narrator and he also sings the song in the uh, short originally. And it's like just a classic, classic song. However... My favorite version of the Headless Horseman song is, uh, what's her name? It's K, is it K-Star? Hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, it sure, is I, I forgot about that one. I watched Adventures of Mr. Toad and Ichabod Crane quite, quite a bit as a kid. I forgot yes. about that song. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I don't know, I asso- I ho- this is the song that I associate so heavily with, um with Halloween season is the Headless Horseman's uh, sure. and yes it is the Headless Horseman by K Star with her orchestra and it is one of the best versions of it it is just 40s 50s vibes oh great great song great for the Halloween season so hopefully if you guys are listening to this go add this to your uh, playlist go take a listen and uh, it'll be a great way to get into the mood of the Halloween day oh man absolutely i'm going to have to listen to that um, in a little bit here, along with uh, the Isma song for sure, because I forgot about that. I forgot about that one. Um, but I, I, I'm like vaguely trying to remember because it, it plays in the in the short film, right? Like it, it's actually is it towards the end or is it like? Oh, it's when they're at the harvest dance and oh, okay. uh, he gets up and he's he's scaring Ichabod. So then he's like, "When spooks have a midnight jamboree," and oh, then he's yeah, okay. going through and he's yes. warning them. That's yes. the story of the headless horseman is in that song. I totally okay. Now I remember that song. Yes, thank you. Okay, okay, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That is a good one. I'm gonna have to listen to that. I am. Uh, again, ready. I'm just getting ready for Halloween, everybody. This is so exciting. So exciting. <laughs> <laughs> all the spooky songs. Um, yeah. All right. So my number one. Uh, I get chills literally just thinking about it because I have so much connection with this movie in my childhood and just in general. Um, it's from Hunchback of Notre Dame, and it is Hellfire, and it's sung by Frollo, and. Uh, obviously a, a, a choir as well. It's so powerful. It's so like epic. It's also very, very dark and pretty and, and evil. Like he is, you know, uh, it's got a lot of really, really dark undertones to it. And obviously Frollo himself is just like, he's just a very, very evil man. Um, but he's well, like, it's like, he's blaming. The song is half heaven's light and then it transitions into hellfire hellfire right and i didn't include this song because it was almost too i would almost consider it too scary it's not a halloween spooky song it is a true villain malicious song and i think it's almost too scary yes and he's praying to mary he's praying to to keep him away from his sin and it's like okay yes but you're 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 blaming it on someone else and saying it's their fault when really it's your fault right and I, I think this is something, I don't know, maybe as a, as a woman, Megan, you might relate to this a little bit more, but it is, it's, we deal with this a lot too, especially being in social media and being more out there. Like people put blame on us when we're like, no, we're just standing here. We're just putting our faces on social media. If you can't control yourself, that's on you. Right. 
Right. So it's the same with, you know, dress codes in school. Like, I... Oh, see, we didn't. You did, Danny and Chris are like, oh, we didn't know we were going to get into a heated debate about this <laughs> over in this song for Hellfire. Oh, this is, this is going to be a, a spicy topic here at the end of the podcast. <laughs> but that's, that is what it is. Like, it's not my fault. You know, like, God have mercy on me. The devil is stronger than me. Like, it's like, no, dude. Just freaking... Control yourself. Control yourself. Bla- he's blaming others, except everyone except himself. You're an old man, and the girl you're lusting over is maybe 18. Calm down. Y'all know. And he's like, now, Gypsy, it's your turn. Choose me, choose me or your pyre. So he's saying, like, they be with me or die. Like, Art Frodo, he's, he is one of the, like, worst villains, in my opinion, out oh, there. Is. Worst Disney I don't know, villain. It's- it's one of those villains that you're like, okay, you could see this in real life. And I think that's why also Mother Gothel is so frightening. Because she is she is just gaslighting Rapunzel the entire time. Right. And uh, so she's frightening. I think uh, Gaston is just as frightening because just that toxic masculinity. Um, yep, agreed. And Frollo's just as frightening. There's a couple of key... But that I think that's what makes them a more terrifying villain is because they are somebody that we could maybe relate to in real life. Mm-hmm. And that's what's, that's what's the creepiest, I think. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. There's just, there's more meaning there, you know, if you mm. relate to it a little bit. Yeah. But anyways, I think it, it, it plays a, a very, like a instrumental version plays during our Halloween screams fireworks. And it is my favorite part. They used to have fire that came up from the castle when it would play. Now it's just smoke because of pyrotechnics are having, you know, they're adjusting after um, Murphy's barbecue in April. Um, so um, <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. But when fire used to come up from the castle, it was, I would get chills every time. I still get chills because I love hearing that instrumental version of it. So um, it's, See, I think we have, we don't have hellfire in ours. We have reference to, um, oh my gosh, what is the song? It's from Fantasia and it has a, uh, <sighs> The big mountain guy. Why can I forget oh, his name? Uh, Usually, I can always pull it. Or tr- Chernabog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In his song, where he's like commanding the demons and stuff, we have that song referenced in yes. "Happily Ever After," but we don't have Hellfire, I believe. Yes, that's right. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a, it is a great song. As as dark as it is, it's just it's really pretty. So, and hence why it is number one on my list. So there you go. Good list. And see, I like that this one, we had a little bit of different stuff for each of us uh, for our top I fives. I thought that was really good. Me too. Yeah. Well, Me too. and we're going to have for everybody listening, uh, you heard in one of our previous episodes, our bonus episode. Mm-hmm. However, uh, Danny said, no, we can't give you the next one for free. So <laughs> if you want to, you need to go and listen, uh, become a paid subscriber to be able to hear our next bonus episode where we're going to be talking our 11 through 15 the ones that the disney spooky songs that did not make the final cut into our top 10 so if you want to hear that make sure you are a paid subscriber or part of our patreon and i think we will see y'all next time yeah absolutely thank y'all for joining and listening to our top top disney spooky songs we will have another list coming for you next week but until then have a very very magical day and night night sleep tight dream of cheros tonight Woo! Happy Halloween!